Hey everybody and welcome back to Point Break Minute. We're pointing out the moments and breaking down the minutes. So point break one minute at a time. I'm Jessa Lowe. I'm Marin Kennedy. Hey Marin, it's just us today. Just us. Just us. Ain't, ain't nobody here but us chickens, as they say. As the man in the song says. What song? It's an old song. It's, uh, I don't know who does it, but it's my grandfather's favorite song. It was his favorite song. May he rest in peace. Oh, nice. Anyway, minute 31. Yay. Why don't you start <laughs> us off, Marin? All right. So minute 31 begins with Pappas cutting a lock of passion for Slashin's hair. Yeah. Um, and he's showing his badge. Yeah, it's real quick. And uh, you notice that. I did not notice that he, he flashes his FBI badge to uh, Passion for Slashin' and his friend. So this actually presents a problem. If he didn't show his badge, Passion for Slashin' could have just been like, that's a crazy old coot. This is weird. Bye. Um, now that he shows his badge, if Passion for Slashin' was smart, he would have um, contacted the FBI because Gary Busey didn't have a warrant. And Gary Busey did not present the warrant That's for really... Passion to Slashin. And Gary Busey would not have any, any sort of reasonable, probable cause to um, be able to obtain it without a warrant. So that could have been a big boo-boo. But one is going to guess that uh, Passion for Slashin is not the type of guy who would contact the FBI to report someone. He's just interested in getting baked on the beach. Yeah. And he really doesn't care about anything else. Um, that's a real knowledge drop there, Jessa. I feel like we should have, like, a knowledge drop sound effect when something, like, really deep gets, you know, really knowledgeable, gets dropped. <laughs> well, I mean, I'll tell you, I learned a lot of that from Law & Order SVU. So yeah, you watch not a you really have a lot of that. You know, you went to police class and you watched a lot of crime dramas. So. And documentaries. And documentaries. Anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, Passion for Slashin'. Um, yeah, he explains. <laughs> Gary Busey flashes his badge, but also explains that he's making a wig for my girlfriend. Which, even in context, is a really creepy line. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> especially for Busey. I mean, just, yeah. Yeah, make it a wig for my girlfriend. <laughs> it seems like it could have been like this scene would have shown before the scene where he dresses in drag in the Gary Busey experience thing. Or in or... Under Siege. Yes, which I don't remember him dressing a drag in Under Siege. Wow. But I know. Um, but like there could have been a really good scene showing him collecting hair to make a really like ad hoc wig. Yeah. That kind of makes him look like Raggedy Ann. It's like some uh, some Silence of the Lambs shit here. Is it? Yeah, because he's making, you know, Buffalo Bill is making a woman suit. He's going to he need hair it, for that. But he has already he already has women to get hair from. Yeah. Anyway, uh, mm-hmm. Passion for Slashin and his buddy are just incredulous about this. He, he sl- cuts this lock of his hair, his red, red hair. And you know these guys have um, a blanket over them as they're they're uh, they're sort of hot boxing on the beach, and I gotta imagine it's also because this guy is very pale, and uh, even with sunscreen, it might not be enough. It would hurt. And uh, like I'm not as pale as he is, and I bake on the beach, bake and bake. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> they're just incredulous about this. Uh, one the guy, his buddy is like, uh, "Hey man, he, you know, he didn't he didn't bust us," and he's like. Dude, cut my hair. It's like, no, but he, he didn't bust us. Like, 
that dude cut my hair. Yeah, he's actually seeing the more important thing here. Yeah, like this is this is just a really really weird thing that happened. Well, and like a violation of your rights. Yeah, yeah. If the scene went on further, he might you know he might go on a little monologue about how it's all come it's all coming down. The man's out to get us. Yeah, a really paranoid sort of like collecting the hair this. for DNA experiments, which they are. They actually are. Yeah. But I think I think after that they probably just go back to go back under the blanket. Yeah. You know, like just grateful that uh he didn't take their stash. Yeah. Anyway, uh after that we cut to uh the next this is sort of a two part montage. There's the yeah. part that we see Pappas getting some hair from Passion for Slashing, and then we get uh Utah accosting another surfer mm-hmm. by the side of the road. Um is bruh bruh, don't move. You got a huge sucker crawling right into your ear. In the most California accent yeah. possible. Yeah, he's really cranking up the surfer talk in this one. Um he's putting his he's character going full Ted. His his uh Johnny Utah surfer character is uh is in full force. You know, um as opposed to his Johnny Utah FBI agent character, which is a slightly different voice. Slightly. Slightly. He's a yeah. He's a dedicated actor, Keanu Reeves. He's, yeah. he's, you know, you can always tell which one he's doing. So when he rips his hair out, it makes the grossest sound. <laughs> the little, like, Velcro ripping. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it sounded sound. like was Velcro. And, like, in reality, he probably just got a single hair. So it's really gross that it makes that big of a sound. Yeah, and also uh, the music, which, by the way, I could not find out which song is playing it's it's a song uh if all of you out there know what it is you can let us know on the point break minute listeners surf shop the really dedicated listeners will probably hate me but they all sounded the same to me when martin <laughs> was playing them it was like this all just sounds like 90s you're not a 80s jock rock connoisseur no okay anyway uh it, i don't really care that's not what we're here for um some of the music's been kind of entertaining, like Hundreds of Tears, but mm-hmm. this one is just really in the background. Uh, you can kind of hear there are some vocals, but um, if uh, if you let us know, I'll do a, a recitation of the lyrics for the next episode. There we go. Or that's, an episode that's in the future. That's a prize. It'll be a, it'll be a bonus episode yeah. for the, the, pa- the Patreon listeners. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, the, the music cuts out for a second, like to... To pause, to build up to him pulling out the hair of mm-hmm. this guy's head. Got it! And he then he pretends to smush the... I guess it was like an earwig. I wonder, like, for his visualization of this. Because there's not a real bug there. Mm-hmm. And he also could not have possibly seen a bug crawling into this guy's ear. Because his hair was over his ear. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. I, I it just, would have to be a huge ass bug. But it's still able to crawl into his ear. Still a huge ass bug. Yeah, this which is my worst nightmare. He does say, "Big sucker," so it's got to be a huge sucker. Excuse me, huge sucker. Anyway, uh, he pretends to smush the bug with his towel, and the surfer tries to like, "Hey, let me look," and he says, "No, I just saved your life, bro." <laughs> Close one. And then he walks away and looks dead eyed. As he's walking away, <laughs> immediately goes from Surfer Johnny to Dead Eye. Well, yeah, that Johnny. was his character. And when he's done, with, when he's done with the interaction, he doesn't need to to put on his character anymore. Yeah. So his blank face is just dead. 
we've we've discussed the blankness of Keanu Reeves in previous minutes now, and it's a yeah. I feel like not necessarily like he's not he kind of still has like a little bit of soul in his eyes sometimes. Yeah, especially in the scene earlier with uh, Laurie Petty mm-hmm. where he's talking about my parents just did. I realized everything I was doing was for other people. Mm-hmm. Got to learn to live myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get some those uh, close up of those soulful mud mud puppy eyes, mm-hmm. as you said. Um, anyway, then we cut to what I believe is a centrifuge. Yeah, DNA centrifuge, probably. Yeah, uh, and uh, then we get, uh, I believe, is the same guy from the car scene mm-hmm. who we, we described as kind of a, a sweaty guy. I'm curious whether they um, would use the same uh, lab tech for different um, aspects of one case. Like, an, a lab tech would get assigned one case and then once that case gets solved then they move on to the next case or whether they just process whatever dna evidence comes in Hmm. so if you know let us know on the point break minute listeners surf shop (laughs) excuse me Uh, anyway uh the guy who i believe is named halsey um jack keller is the actor Mm -hmm. we didn't go over that before um he's been in a few things uh, he was in Lost Highway, David Lynch's Lost Highway. He was in Fever Pitch. He was in Waterworld and Men in Black 2. Those were his top credits. He's, He's 162 in... credits to his name. Yeah, working actor. He's in uh, Man in the High Castle, the Amazon series. Anyway, uh, he says TCBs, selenium, titanium, arsenic. Percentages look right. There's a match. And Busey is just like... There's a match. He's he's really surprised that this worked. Which, mm-hmm. uh, to his credit, it's pretty surprising that yeah. this, this plan worked right away. But uh, they got luck on their side, I guess. And may I point out, he's also wearing the same shirt that he wears in all of his <laughs> other beach scenes. This is just his beach outfit. Yeah. Whereas Keanu Reeves, I'm pretty sure, is actually just in a different outfit. Yeah, I mean, I think Busey just loves wearing these clothes he's probably like you know the the less i can wear a suit in this movie the better i just want to wear my loose uh beach clothes and let's be real here too with the amount of meatball sandwiches he eats he probably only (laughs) has one pair of clothes that like i don't know must just get really dirty yeah give me two yeah and just like sludges onto his shirt (laughs) yeah i'd hope he'd wear like he has like a bib for it yeah that could be true that would be ideal. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, uh, Utah then says, uh, Latigo Beach, nice point break. Long, workable rides. So That's why it's called that. Oh, wait. Th- that's the title of the movie? What? Oh, my God. They worked it oh. in. Fairly subtly, I have to say. It wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, a really pointed, like, <gasps> nice point break. He just kind of throws it off. and That's uh, the point break. Yeah, and I I remember originally this movie was going to be called Johnny Utah. Was it? Named after the the title. Was it? The main character. That's what I read. Have you ever mentioned this before? I don't think so. First time for everything. And it was going to be called Johnny Utah? Yeah, which just wouldn't have worked. No, that's dumb. So I wonder if, I just wonder which came first, the chicken or the egg here. Whether it was a line in the script and then the title, or whether they thought of the title and then decided to work it in. Probably the line than the title. Yeah. Yeah. Long, workable rides. 
Anyway, uh, then Busey, Pappas says, surfs up, ace. And then we cut to Keanu Reeves surfing. That's the end of the minute? Yeah, that's the end of the minute. Minute 31. Nice. So do we want to, do you want to have anything else to say about this minute? Uh, no, not really. Cool. It's pretty basic. Um, I like, I like the haircutting montage, I guess. I'll say that. I, it's, it's a good. It's a tufage. Somewhat. Yeah, it's a tufage. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Um, it's a nice little bit of comedy. It's, uh, it's not hilarious, but it's a, a nice break. And it breaks up the breaks kind up of, that seriousness. <laughs> Seri- the the high drama of Point Break. Yeah. It breaks up what it breaks up is the technical talk. I think you know in the pre before we get the montage, they're talking about arsenic in hair and looking at computers, and it then afterwards we get a little more of the same. <laughs> what? Sorry, I was realizing I was interrupting you. It's okay. Um, it's just like such a technical conversation. Really, wow. really technical. Anyway. Um, yeah, I think it's it's nice, uh, and uh, yeah, especially the making a wig for my girlfriend was a high point of it. Yeah, I really hope he ad libbed that. I think so. There's, there's a there's a lot of ad libbing going on in this, and uh, I. But do we even... know that for sure? No, not for sure. But That's it is just speculation. It is very very muttered ad lib or line. The lines are very very muttered, so it seems like yeah, there's some ad libbing going on. Yeah, I hope it is. It seems like something he would think of. Yeah. It's not a it's not really a very believable <laughs> reason. Although I guess, you know, he's just he's just, you know, he's pl- portraying this weirdo on the beach who's cutting someone's hair. Mm-hmm. I guess they would believe that it's like, oh, it has to be for a weird reason. Anyway. Yeah, I think that's about it for minute 31. Cool. You want to kick off our recommendations? Sure. Uh to bring it down a notch. I'm going to recommend a very very serious film. And that would be uh I'm, I'm trying to like change my tone here so I don't just talk about it and sound sarcastic. Um, yeah, this is this is uh, I watched uh, the documentary Thirteenth, and uh, it was I learned a huge amount about uh, how the prison system works, about how the sort of uh, the Thirteenth Amendment saying that like everyone's free and equal except for criminals, and how that's uh, that has really continued slavery into uh, today, really. Just in uh, sort of defining it differently, mm-hmm. and uh, I highly recommend everyone watch it. Um, it just gave me a lot. It, it made me feel a little bit more woke. There you go. Honestly, uh, as as the kids say, and uh, that's a good thing. That's what we all need here. Um, and uh, it was not. It, it was easy enough to watch. It was it was delivered in a palatable way. Mm-hmm. Um, it was there were some things that were very sad in it um but it was it was gripping and it was uh it was yeah recommended 13th 13th awesome was that and that was a pretty recent documentary it came out last year i think okay i believe or maybe earlier this year but it's on netflix now cool go watch it 13th cool awesome um and both of us were actually you know speaking of that um Looking into wanting to volunteer with prisons. So if any of you out there with the listener surf shop um, are somehow by chance connected with that sort of stuff, let us know. because we In uh, in the Portland area. Yeah, or just, you know, could be a national program. Who knows? Yeah. But um, we'd like to get involved with helping people feel human again and helping people, um, you know, uh, helping make their days suck a little bit less. 
Um, so my recommendation for the week is going to be a movie called Possible Worlds. I've been talking a lot to Marin about this movie in the past two days um, because I saw it over Christmas with my parents and my dad has been really into quantum physics lately. Um, I did not do well in math and science in school, so I never reached quantum physics. So I was like, what, what's that? When he started talking about it um, and telling me about this movie because he had already seen it. And so just... For people who need a brief brush up, um, quantum physics is basically like Schrodinger's cat, um, which is the experiment with the cat in the box. And essentially, when the box is closed, the cat both exists and doesn't exist and every possibility in between until you open the box and look at it. And by the act of you opening the box and observing it, it makes a decision in terms of what the outcome will be. Um, now, I'm probably not getting it 100%, but I've heard that not understanding quantum physics probably means you kind of get that, it. That you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, um, this movie has to do with quantum physics in terms of life and death. And in terms of living possible different lives. And um, it's basically um, kind of a crime mystery. And a man is discovered, um, murdered, and missing his brain. And that's the only thing that's missing from him. And um, Without any exit wound? Well, yeah, with an exit wound. Okay. Like, <laughs> It's, it's a little gory. They find a scalp under the sofa. Um, but... Grody. Yeah. Um, but the movie jumps around in time and consciousness and explores that idea of what is consciousness and life. And it's fascinating and made me very weepy at the end. Um, I'm somebody who's very afraid that there will be nothing when we die and that we'll be conscious that there is nothing um and this made me feel a whole lot better about that so if you're wanting a, a, a thinking piece that's beautiful and has some really beautiful visuals and beautiful music definitely give possible worlds a try it's not perfect but it it it's worth it so and wasn't uh, Tilda Swinton in it? Yes, Tilda Swinton is in it. I honestly don't think she does a very good job. Um, but I she, shouldn't have brought it up then. That's okay. Dang. Well, she does beautiful. I mean, she look. I mean, she does beautiful. She looks beautiful in the okay. movie. It just to me sounds like every single line she says sounds like it's been overdubbed. Hmm. So yeah, it's it's very bizarre. Oh, um, she's good in a lot of other movies, so she's, yes. she's doing all right. Yeah, she's fine. And the lead the lead actors is quite good. Um, so all right. Yeah. 13th and Possible Worlds. Uh, we'll see you next time for another Point Break Minute. Thanks for stopping by. Whoa! Whoa!